What was your first job as a lawyer? Uh, my first job as a lawyer, I went to work for a computer company that made computer software. So not the hardware, not the computer itself, but the programs that make computers run. So that was my first job. Cool. Why did you choose to do that kind of law as the for your first job as a lawyer? Okay. Um, I decided that I wanted to work for a company rather than to work for a, um, a legal office because I thought the job would be uh, more nine to five, more regular hours, and my children were still at home. And so I wanted to be able to uh, be able to take care of them. So I went to work for a company, and um, uh, and I kind of liked that. So that's why I chose that. And that was the, the company that there weren't a lot of jobs. So that was the company I ended up going to work for. Cool. Um, what is or was your second job as a lawyer? Or if you didn't have one, can you tell me more about your first job as a lawyer? Like your grandmother, I went to um, law school as an adult, so that was my only job. I worked there for 20 years, mm-hmm. and um, I helped to write contracts, and then I helped the uh, software developers with the work that they did to make sure that it was legal, that they weren't taking uh, technology that didn't belong to them, and ultimately, I started working with how we were going to protect that technology so other people wouldn't uh, use it without paying us. Would you do that for other things like the logo or only the technology? I did it first. Uh, that's a good question. I did it first for the technology. And then as my company got bigger, uh, we realized that we needed to protect the names of the uh, computer programs as well as the information that was in the computer programs. And so that's how I got to work in that field, which in the legal uh, uh, business is called intellectual property. So I helped both the developers and I helped both the people who were selling or marketing the computer programs. Cool. Um, what is one thing you like or liked about this job? Um, I like working with the computer developers. You know, it's funny, Aura, I'm not a technology person, so I didn't really understand what they were doing, <laughs> but I did understand what I had to do to protect what they were creating or what they thought up. So I liked working with these really smart people and uh, and I found it interesting and I learned some things that I didn't know beforehand. Cool. I actually really like working on things like on technology and it's cool how you decided to do that job even though you didn't like technology as much. Exactly. You know, Aura, what I would tell them that you're right, what I would tell them is they did their part of the work, the technology part, and I would do my part, the legal part, and so it was really a team effort, which was kind of nice, too. Yeah. 
And I have two more questions. My first one is, is there a different job as a lawyer you would like to be if you were not doing what you did? Um, not really, although with the help of your grandmother, I uh, have been teaching and I really enjoy doing that, but it's still within the legal profession. So if there was any other job in the legal profession that I might do, it might be teaching. Mm-hmm. And then is there a different, if you had a different job that's not anything related to law or a lawyer, what would it be? It could, since you really like teaching, it could be a teacher, it could be any job. Well, as it turns out, I really love art. Mm-hmm. So I currently, I also work or volunteer at the Detroit Institute of Art. So if I went into a totally non-legal field, it would be in art. Uh, art and not so much drawing, but in working at a museum. That's what I would definitely choose uh, if I had to start over and choose a different field. So that's your job now. That's your job now. That's your job now. That is what I do now. I do it as a volunteer, but it's pretty, um, it's pretty structured. So it's almost a job. The only difference is I don't really get paid. But the interesting thing, Aura, is that most museums, even like in LA, like LACMA and the other museums Mm -hmm. in LA, have hundreds of volunteers. So museums depend on volunteers and to do what I do now which is take tours around I was trained for almost for a year so they train you the same as if you were an employee before they let you do those things because they want to make sure that you're not doing you're making they want to make sure that you're doing the right things while leading people around the museum and helping absolutely they want to make sure that we say the right things and that we're all saying pretty much the same thing so it comes out right so Mm -hmm. you're right you're right thank you for letting me interview today well i'm more than happy to and what i was going to show you is that i teach now about trademarks so i was going to show you so a trademark yeah is the symbol that companies use so right now she's nike that's the one yeah she's holding up a nike symbol yeah, and this this uh, slide shows you that Nike has changed over the years from the swoosh and the word until now it's just the swoosh, you know, which you recognize as Nike, right? Mm-hmm. Like for their shoes? Mm-hmm. And uh, I know you don't, well, your grandma said, oh, here's one. So this is Apple. And what I'm showing you here is that Apple started out with this sort of fancy um, design, and now it's just an apple. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that um, for the trademarks, what are a trademark exactly? What is a trademark? or what? Okay, a trademark is a symbol that... Um, uh, that represents a company. And what I was just showing you, like the Apple one, mm-hmm. because all of the business now is worldwide, 
Mm-hmm. Companies are looking to make symbols represent them without any English letters. So, for instance, Nike. Oh, I have McDonald's here. That's not right. But Nike doesn't use the the uh, letters because in another country they don't use those letters, and so now they just use the design. Mm-hmm. So it's always the same design, but it was just, but except for Apple, it was the same design. It was just they took away the words. That's exactly right, and that's what I know. You you keep kosher, but mm-hmm. McDonald's, which was all of these things, now oh. just uses the golden arches. They don't even use the word McDonald's. And when you think about it, it makes sense because in China. The letters McDonald's wouldn't mean anything, and so because we all are are trading so much, we um. I was trying to think. Oh well, here's a good one. Probably don't eat pep, drink Pepsi either, but your Grammy will notice. So Pepsi always used a design and the words Pepsi, and now it's just this circle. It's really interesting to see the timeline of the different symbols and how they change. And your Graham said that I can email you. I'll email you these slides, okay? Okay. So that you can at least look at them because it is kind of interesting and it's sort of hard to see on the Zoom. But I'll send you an email because I use these in a class that I teach. Because I teach about intellectual property and trademarks. So... I picked some of the slides that I thought would be interesting to you. Thank you for letting me interview today. You're you too. very welcome. I'm happy to be a